Today is Sunday, March 28, 2010. I'm Jen McCown, and this is the Midnight DBA Blogcast. Today we're reading a blog from Sean's Database Underground blog on uh, Infoworld.com. The title is SIS Architecture Tips for Package Design. You can design your SIS packages in various ways, but you should always keep your goals and other factors in mind. This was published uh, two days ago, March 26th. The other night, I gave a presentation on SIS architecture to a local user group and thought I'd share the discussion here. This is part of a beginner's course on SIS I'm teaching, where I share tips on how to design your packages in a way that's both supportable and extensible. The discussion the other night was on what to do when you have multiple tables to load. Do you put them in a single package or in multiple packages, each with a single table load? Of course, like everything else in databases, there's no single answer that works across the board. You have to look at every scenario you write and make this decision again and again. It's not that bad, though. After a while, you get a feel for it, and it becomes much easier. Before I get into specifics, I'd like to say a couple of words on why this is necessary. I've been supporting both DTS and SIS for many years. In the process, I've seen all types of architectures for processes, and I can say they're not all created equal. Some are much easier to support from the DBA side and to maintain from the dev side, so you have to decide on your goals for your process. Is your goal to move the data as fast as possible with little regard to support or extensibility? Are you looking for a quick recovery should something go wrong? Maybe you want to move the entire process easily to different servers, or at least part of the process to a different server. These are some of the possibilities, but the point is you can't architect a process until you've determined your goals. How would you know if you're successful unless you measure your process against concrete plans? We see this in high availability scenarios a lot. Someone will say they need high availability for their big box and instantly put in a cluster, probably because it sounds cool. A few months later, the data typically becomes corrupted in some way, and the admins are shocked to find out the cluster hasn't protected them. This is because they didn't bother writing down their high, available, uh, high availability goals and thus lack a way to measure the solution. I'll add that this is the same decision process you should go through for replication scenarios. How do you want to divide up your publications? It's impractical to think that you'll have 80 tables in the same publication. If something goes wrong and you have to resync the data via snapshot, you run the risk of greatly increasing its duration. If you break it up, you can resync only if the affected tables. Initially, you have to decide how to slice it. Do you want to do it by table activity, putting the most updated tables together? By relationship, primary key, foreign key tables go together. Or by size, big tables get their own publication. You must make these calls when you do replication, as well as when you write an ETL process. This post is a short web version of the SIS architecture discussion. If you want to see the full analysis on these posts, you can download the PDF and that PDF link is in the article. It's uh, an IT bookworm link that I'm not gonna read to you right now, so you should go to infoworld.com and see the blog. Okay, here are the general guidelines we landed on with some more detailed discussion on each. Put your tables in a single package when, one, you have a lot of interdependencies between tables, two, network data and servers are really stable. They won't need to restart often. Three, you may need to change package level info frequently for you have non-SQL dependencies. 
That's mostly it for single package design, but if I left out any major details, send it to me and I'll add it to the list. And by me, he means Sean. Sean at MidnightDBA.com. Now on to multiple, pa multiple package design. Here are the factors that could easily lead you down this road. 1. Network data servers aren't reliable and processes likely to need to be restarted often. 2. Tables are more autonomous, not deciding factor on its own, by the way. 3. You aren't doing any logging, or logging is set in stone and won't change. SIS Solutions Despite all of this discussion, you'll be glad to know that, know that you're not limited to two options. It's more than just a decision to put your tables all together or by themselves. That's the good news. The bad news is that your choice on how to architect your package got a lot harder. Here are, more or less, your full list of alternatives. 1. You can use a single package if it's small and stable enough. 2. You can put all tables in their own package. 3. You can use a master package. 4. You can group tables in packages. There's a lot more discussion on this topic that would have made this post too long. If you're interested in the finer points, I urge you to download the PDF to understand the full implication of what I'm saying. Just remember to always have a plan and know what you want to get out of your process. That way you can evaluate your process against your blueprint and see if you've accomplished your goals. Feel free to email me with questions or comments. Also, here's the video presentation. It's at MidnightDBA.com uh, on the video pages. Uh, if you'd like to hear the dialogue in real time. Let's see, SIS, that's under the dev section, I believe. So go to MidnightDBA.com and click on the dev section. So there's, uh, there's Sean's blog for the week. And uh, definitely go and check it out on InfoWorld.com. Just you can search on his name, Sean McCown, and, um, and get the links and all that great jazz. Just for fun, I'm also going to read you a post uh, this week. Uh, Bren Ozar, I know he gets mentioned a lot on the blogcast, but you know he's sort of the sequel sweetheart on Twitter. Um, so Bren Ozar ran a contest a couple months back, uh, sequel TV shows. That was a whole lot of fun. So I decided to completely rip that off and do a sequel server musicals contest. Um, the, the blog on how that was inspired and all is, is on my blog at midnightdba.com. But I wanted to read you the finalists' entries and uh, the winner. So here's, here's that. That was published, uh, I think, March 26th? No, I'm sorry, March 22nd. So, Sequel Server mu Musical Contest Finalists. I'm not going to lie to you, Marge. This is the most fun I've had on the Internet in years. I'm speaking, of course, about the Sequel Server Musical Contest. I asked for some creativity, and you guys really ponied up. My absolute favorites, favorites, and therefore the finalists, are Annie Get Your Execution Plan for Annie Get Your Gun. Tomboy Annie, played by Kimberly L. Tripp, can compose T-Sequel and generate perfect execution plans as easily as she can walk, making life difficult for Frank, Paul, uh, played by Paul Randall. Their rendition of Any Plan You Can Do, I Can Do Better reached number one on the charts. I love that, Any Plan You Can Do. A Street Varkar Named Desire Blanche Dubois, an attractive southern belle, portrayed by Jessica M. Moss, is trying to design a streetcar operations database. Unfortunately, Blanche isn't completely familiar with SQL data types and creates all text fields as CAR 255. She meets Master DBA Stanley Kowalski, played by Marlon Brento, who schools her in the proper way of table design. In the final scene, Blanche admits that I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. Understand, by the way, I didn't write any of these. The one I wrote, 
um, Phantom of the Opera was so lame that I, luckily two people redid it. So um, you should go out to the original post and, and see who... I, I, I'm not crediting them here because I didn't credit them in the blog post, which means I'm a bad person, but their original comments are there. I'll just keep reading now. Um, show Float. One of Oscar Hammerstein's lesser-known works about a young, aspiring DBA trying to update tables with numeric values greater than 10 to the 38th. Through the help of the Twitter community, he gets in touch with many experienced DBAs and learned that at the expense of precision, the float type will give him the range he needs. Musical numbers include Old Man Randall, Can't Help Lovin' Dat Merge. Ghost Cleanup of the Opera. Some little-known process tries to block some other dude because they like the same spid. Classic tale. Wicked. While the world knows DBAs as cruel, maladjusted individuals, this heartwarming story tells us how it really is and how we're really misunderstood, loving, maladjusted individuals with a taste for bacon. Guest performance by Buck Woody as he shows how he's defying gravity via massive consumption of caffeine. This one kills me. <clears throat> Best little data warehouse in Texas. Story about a sequel data warehouse with no official licensing. With Buck Woody as Melvin Thorpe, the meddling TV reporter, and Brento playing the Dolly Parton, uh, the part Dolly Parton would later capture in the movie version. You know why. Phantom Reads of the Opera. A dramatic production fo focusing on Christine Dyes, a young business analyst straight out of college who struggles to get reports from SQL Server using her company's third-party BI tools. Constant blocking issues plague her until a resourceful DBA comes to her aid, adding no-lock hints to all her queries, getting her results quickly. Only later does she realize that all her work is for naught, as the uncommitted data shows in all the reports presented to management, Christine becoming another victim to the phantom reads. I think a nice little addition to the musical would be the inclusion of the classic rock set hit, You've Got the Lock. <laughs> I love that. That was so completely random. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip that one because that's actually the winner. Left Join Story. Set in New York City in the mid-1950s, the musical explores the rivalry between the dweebs and the dorks, two teenage DBA gangs of different, different RDBMS backgrounds. The members of the dorks are huge proponents, proponents of natural keys and are taunted by the dweebs, a group of MC DBAs who much prefer surrogates. Uh, I wrote, I realize I didn't include the author names. This is on purpose. I'm still deciding, so I want to be as impartial as I can and forget names. You can see all the submissions and who wrote them on the original thread. Winner will be announced today. Promise. Edit. I lied. I'm announcing the winner tomorrow instead. But today is tomorrow. So the winner is Tim Ford, sequel agent man on Twitter for Spit A Lot, which I'll read in just a moment. I couldn't help myself. I loved all the submissions, but this had the most effort, the most geek jokes, and the phrase that I really love, which has made me laugh every single time I read it. Great job, Tim. Thanks for playing, guys. This was a lot of fun. Okay, and now the winning entry, and then we'll sign off. Spit a lot. Join senior DBA Arthur, brave Dev Robin, sequel agent man the Enchanter, some call him Tim, fellow DBA Grant a lot, and their brave pages get it pages as they are sent on a quest by management to find out why performance is so slow on their servers along the way they meet engineers with huge tracts of sand monitoring vendors attempting to distract them with sex a server admin who calls himself Teblock Knight who refuses to take any advice offered by the DBA and a killer bunny owned by the nocturnal Mr. Denny 
Okay, that's it for the blogcast. It is late, 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 and this was good. This was a lot of fun. All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for coming along. Copyright 2010 by MidnightDBA.com, Jennifer McCown, and Sean McCown. Be sure to visit us at MidnightDBA.com for the most recent training videos, blog entries, and links. And find us on Twitter as MidnightDBA. Today's music is Crackalackin' by Al Flip and the Wu Team, provided by Mevio Music Alley. Check it out at Mevio.music.com. Mm-hmm.